0: So we didn't get what I expected from the FOMC meeting. Uh, We all watched the FOMC meeting last night and we saw that Powell obviously said some things that the market wasn't happy with. The, the, The market didn't appreciate what he said. I think we've got to look into what Powell said because what he said took down crypto and took down the market. But I do think that the market is maybe, maybe, maybe reading what Powell said wrong. And maybe we'll get a consolidation in February, but I think after February, it's going to go straight up. So we're going to talk about that. Also, there's some good news for altcoins, really good news for altcoins, which I think the market is not really seeing. I'm going to show you how more money is going to be coming into altcoins very, very soon. And I think that that's going to kick off the next move after this little consolidation. I've also got some clues as to which altcoins may run. I'm going to show you one ecosystem, which is very, 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 very undervalued. So Got a big show today and I'm flying to Dubai straight after. So we started off a little bit early today. So I'm going to need your help and I'll tell you what you need to do in a second, but let's go. so we are here we are a bit early because i have to catch a flight today so we had to move the stream a bit early what i need you guys to do to help me get people into the stream all our friends um, smash the like button obliterate the like button that's what how we tell the youtube algorithm that we here, and we're listening to very 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 good crypto content i know i can see what you guys are saying well what did the guy say in the chat like two minutes ago he says i love run but i can smell his aftershave from here is that what he said I mean, I don't understand that comment. I don't understand that comment. I don't understand that comment. Anyway, listen, if you're not already subscribed to the channel, this is probably the best, best, best time to subscribe. We are in the beginning, beginning, beginning stages of the banter bags. The banter bags is where we take early, early, early IDO locations. We put them into the banter bags. We take $1,000 of each. And then we give away the banter bags when we get to a million subscribers on banter and 350,000 subscribers on banter plus. In order to win, you need to be subscribed to both and you need to have any exchange account using a crypto banter link. Don't be like, like Coffee Please, who wasn't subscribed to Banter Plus, and now she's asking us if she could please win the Banter Bags. I'm not going to make a decision alone. What I'm going to do is I'm going to leave it up to the community. So in the next couple of days, we will do a poll and we'll make a decision. You, the community, will make a decision as to whether we should allow Coffee Now or Coffee Please to actually, uh, to actually uh, win the Banter Bags. Um, because because she wasn't subscribed to Banter Plus, and that was one of the entry criteria. So I'm going to leave it up to you. I don't want to make decisions like that. It's too much. It's too much on my shoulders. Um, yeah, but anyway, let's go with today's show because we've got a very very big show today. Even though we are here early, we are going to bring you even more alpha than normal. But in order to get the alpha, smash the like. Let's go go go. Let's see what happened yesterday. Because now, what we're getting is we are being haunted by the stupid. Trend line. I'm, I'm getting so frustrated by this trend line. Let's break through or let's break down. But this indecision is killing me. This like, yes, you know it's like it's like you know what it's like? It's like just the tip. It's like stop teasing. Either we're gonna do this or we're not gonna do this. And if we're not, then let's pull out and let's move on with our lives. And if we are gonna do it, then let's break the trend line and move on. This indecision is starting to like uh, like it's This indecision is really, really, really not not doing anyone any favors, um, and you can see like we had a, a marginally positive January. We got five. We got a zero point six two percent. So we had a positive January, and what that means is that we actually had five monthly uh, positive candles in a row. So one, two, three, four, five. But look at the January candle. Look at this this January candle. This January candle is. An indecision candle. What I mean by an indecision candle? You can see that this candle over here has a long wick up and a long wick down, but actually it opened and closed more or less in the same place. That is what you call an indecision candle. It's a spinning top candle. What is a spinning top candle pattern? It's a pattern with a short body uh, that's vertically centered, long upper and lower shadows. So there's the, the vertically shadowed up and down. It means that neither buyers nor sellers could gain the upper hand and it represents indecision. So it's almost like when you're, I mean, when you're lying in bed and she's not sure and you're not sure. And then it's like you, you do just the tip, just the tip and you spend the whole night doing that and nothing actually happens. That's the indecision candle. So we had, that's the indecision with, you know what I mean? So it's, in, it's the indecision, indecision candle. If you know, you know, if you don't know, then let's just carry on with the show before YouTube ban another one of our shows. Um, so yeah, this indec- I don't know about you, but this indecision is, is absolutely, absolutely destroying me. And I don't think that Powell did us any favors yesterday, even though I think the market completely um, misunderstood what was going on yesterday. That's the part I want to talk to you about. So we got the FOMC meeting. You were here last night. I know there were 10,000 of us watching it live. We were actually the biggest live stream again um, other than the one that, that Powell was actually doing on, on the, the Fed. We were the biggest live stream, bringing you all the crypto love from the FOMC. And what happened yesterday, the markets didn't like. They, straight afterwards, the, the, the NASDAQ took a dip, one of the, one of its first dips in a long time. I and mean, just look at that, that red candle, one of the first red candles that we've had for a long time. Uh, the S&P declined by 1.61%. The market obviously came in with expectations that Powell was going to be more decisive about reducing interest rates. And when we went into the FOMC yesterday, about 50% of people said that Powell would start reducing interest rates in March. And then Powell did something which the market didn't like. And what did Powell say? He said, we're not going to reduce interest rates until such time as we are convinced and the data shows us that inflation that that the high inflation won't come back and it, it will and that and that the inflation problem is pretty solved. He said in addition so he said the committee does not expect it'll be appropriate to reduce the target range until it has gained greater confidence that inflation is moving sustainably towards that 2%. So he is saying regardless of how much inflation's come down he wants to be 100% sure before they actually start reducing rates. Some people expected him to reduce rates in March. Now, I said, that's probably not going to happen. And I said, well, maybe in May would be the first time that these rate reductions actually happen. If he's waiting for inflation to be reduced to under 2%, let me show you what trueflation is saying about inflation. They're saying that the real inflation right now is 1.44%. So it makes sense because if you've been following the Fed's inflation reports, you've realized that trueflation has always been slightly ahead of the Fed's inflation reports. And so what we are seeing now is that trueflation, which by the way do this independently, excluding the government, are they saying that the actual inflation is 1.44%. We will catch up. The Fed will catch up to this, right? The Fed, the Fed will catch up to this. And then they're going to have to start reducing rates. And as I said before, I think that the best case scenario for reduce, reducing rates is May. And even then, I said that's a little bit optimistic. But let's do some math. The market's expecting five rate cuts by... Let me just have a look here. So the, the market's expecting five rate cuts by the end of the year. There are going to be eight FOMC meetings this year. One of them's gone, which means we're left with seven. We didn't get a rate cut, which means that if the market gets what it's expecting... There are seven more meetings and five rate cuts expected. I don't expect five rate cuts, by the way. I expect four or maybe three rate cuts. So let's discount March. It's not happening happening in March, right? It's not happening in March. So the first rate cut that we might get, if we're lucky, is May, then June, then July, then September, then November, and then December. That sounds way too optimistic for me. I wouldn't be surprised if we get into the March FOMC and then this shifts to, to the June. And I think that's what's going to happen. But if you read between the lines here, what you're getting to see is that all that Powell did was kick the can down the road by a month because that, that's all that happened. Powell said, look, we, we, we're not convinced. We need to see a little bit more data. Come back next month and then I'll give you guys a better clue as to when we are going to start reducing rates. It was just a month delay. And that's why I think that the market's a little bit overreacting because if we just delay rate cuts by one month, the market shouldn't go down this much. I think what's happening here is that the markets had run a little bit too far. They need a little bit of consolidation. You can see that this is clearly, clearly, clearly in an uptrend. And it just needs to go back to the trend line. Otherwise, you'll just get a market that's going straight up. And you can't, as I keep saying to you guys, you can't have a market that just goes up and up and up. But for now. As long as this doesn't break this trend line, and this is just a short-term trend line, I'm really, really, really not worried here. I'm really not worried. And I think the market is completely misreading and over-exaggerating what Powell said. I agree with Goldman Sachs. They say the market now expects the the Fed to start cutting in May. I think May and maybe, maybe even after May. I don't think we're going to get five cuts this year. I think three, maybe four cuts maximum. The one thing that we need to remember is that in every FOMC statement, Powell said things like, the U.S. banking system is sound, resilient, tighter financials and credit conditions for households and businesses are likely to weigh on economic activity. He took that sentence out of the, of the thing. So what Sven Heinrich said, Northman Trader, says, the U.S. banking system is apparently no longer sound and resistant. And there's a good reason why I'm telling you this. Because remember what happens in March. In March the B, the, the, bank, the bank funding program, which has bailed out the banks, the BTFP, is coming to an end. And when that happens, the banks are going to need to be propped up again, because if the interest rates remain high and the banks are effectively insolvent because of these high interest rates, then either Powell has to reduce interest rates very, very, very quickly, or they need to come up with a program. Both are very, very good for crypto because if they reduce interest rates to try and save the banks, which, by the way, is not Powell's mandate, but he may just do it to save the rest of the the economy. If he reduces interest rates, amazing for crypto, amazing for risk assets. If they don't reduce interest rates, they're going to need to come up with some kind of program to to bail out the banks. Because what we can see is that the banks are starting to collapse already. Ironically, the same bank that acquired Signature Bank when the government closed Signature Bank. Do you guys remember how... Signature Bank was mysteriously closed on that one weekend where there was that whole banking collapse. And we were all like, hold on, but Signature Bank wasn't even insolvent. Why are you closing it? And we never ever heard anything about it because we didn't hear about it because the, the government was just trying to cut down the crypto banks in Operation Chokepoint. And there was so much other noise about the DPEG, GSDC and Silicon Valley Bank collapsing that no one was paying attention to the fact that Signature Bank got acquired by NYCB. Now, NYCB has got a $260 million loss, and you can see that this loss is coming weeks before the bank's the Fed's emergency loan program is about to expire. Bottom line is the banks are screwed. If the interest rates remain high, the banks are technically, pretty much every single one of them is insolvent. Why? Because they went and bought long-dated treasuries when the interest rates were low to try and get some yield. And when the interest rates went up, those long-dated treasuries aren't worth as much. And so now, if, if you ask for your money back, they have to sell those long-dated treasuries at a loss, and the bottom line is, they can't afford it, and it makes, them, it makes them insolvent. So the outcome here is a good outcome, because either rates need to drop really, 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 really fast, or let's come up with a new program, and then just make sure that that new program brings us a lot of uh, liquidity into, in, into the markets. Anyway, we are where we are. And the market has responded as the market has responded, right? So now we have to just deal with what the market has given to us. We can, we can try and we can try to, to predict what happens to markets. And we should. But more importantly is to know how to deal with the hand that we have been dealt. So where are we on the hand that we have actually been dealt? Well, right now, markets have started to come down slightly. The S&P started to come down slightly. You can see very, very much Still a very, very, very healthy bull market. In fact, look, this kind of performance for the S&P, I mean, let's just look at it from October 2022 until now, 40% up on the S&P. That is ridiculous for stock markets. And I wouldn't be surprised if we got a little bit of a correction and we went down to, let's say here. Who cares? We need these, these pullbacks on markets. Consolidations are healthy. And Chris Bernerski says, he says, been running... Been on a solid run of many months for crypto, which leads crypto Twitter to expect more of the same. Misplaced my crystal ball, please DM me if you find it. But down to consolidation still looks like the most likely path to me. And he shows a whole lot of charts here where he says, Look, maybe a little bit of consolidation. And maybe he's right. And I think, I mean, I'm hoping that he's right so we can finally get into those buy zones and we can load up on all the bags that we wanted to load up on. Because in this market, I don't know about you, but I can't place any long-term investment trades. I just can't do it because nothing's cheap enough. Very, very, very hard to, to, to get uh, 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 cheap bargains in this market. So if we do get a little bit of consolidation, wouldn't be the worst thing in the world. As I said, let's just get a direction. Break through this line or, or break down. I'd be cool if you break down. And there is, remember we spoke about this candle over here, this monthly candle which is the 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 spinning top candle which is the indecision candle well it's also a doji candle so if you look at, at what it, what this doji candle is here it is it's a doji candle a doji candle uh, identifies reversal so what is a doji candle when you go up and down um uh let me see if I can find you a very simple explanation it says um Although rare, rare, a doji candlestick generally represents a trend reversal indication for analysts. What is it? It's a trading session which has open and closed levels that are virtually equal as represented by a candle shape on the chart. And you can see it's exactly what we actually had on the chart. Up, down, almost equal with a little bit in the center. That represents indecision and usually represents a reversal. Um, And this is kind of what we want. Because remember we said that we're 94% of the way to the halving. If we're going to get that pre-halving correction, the one that that gives us the last buying opportunity before the halving, then we need to get it. But we can't keep playing this game. Like, you want to go down, let's go down, let's carry on buying our bags. But this whole sideways, sideways, sideways is driving everybody mad. And especially when when we're 78 days away from the halving. Let's make a decision and let's actually start running with it. And hopefully for us, the market actually does take a bit of a dump and we can actually buy it. And I'll tell you why I say that, hopefully, for us. Because I'm assuming that if you're watching this, and I'm assuming that if you've been part of the Banter Family, you subscribe to our channels for for a while, you're not one of the retail investors. You're not one of the short-term paper hands. You're not one of these these short-term flimsy traders that come into the market and become short-term holders. Because what you can see on this chart over here is that these short-term holders always symbolize the top. This chart here is the short-term holder dominance. It shows you the amount of short-term holders in the market. Now, what you can see is that we're very, very, very early in the cycle. The short-term holders haven't yet arrived. When they do arrive, rest assured we're going to top because we topped here, we topped here, we topped here. But look where we are now. Like we're nowhere. We haven't even started this bull market. And so when we get dips at this very, very, very early stage in the bull market before the retail hands come, before um, BitBoy's community come. Actually, he doesn't have a community because I think he quit yesterday. Again, he quit yesterday again. Yeah, he he quit again. He quit after quitting for the first time, but he didn't actually quit. He only quit the live stream, but he's still making XRP videos. Crazy story, bro. Crazy story. Not even entertainment value anymore. Anyway, so the short-term holders, the short-term holders are going to still not here. And so what the whales are doing now is they're starting to accumulate. In fact, they're accumulating so fast that it's the best accumulation since the October levels of uh, uh, the, the FTX collapse. So this is the time where the people that have been in the market for a long time are here and they are actually accumulating because they they realize we're in the beginning of the cycle. We've just flipped through the 50 EMA, which is like one of the early things we have to flip to get into the bull market. The short-term holders aren't here yet. And it's a dip in a bull market in the early stages of the bull market. It's a it's the first time we've ever had the golden cross on Bitcoin. This is the time where if you someone says quit boy crypto. <laughs> uh, Ten out of 10, ten. You know what we'll do. You know what we'll do for for that comment. Uh, hold on, we we have to just quickly. We'll go to the. We'll go here. We'll, just this is that was excellent. That was excellent. Really, let's just do this. Let's um, hold on. Let's just do this. One second. Hold on. Let's just screenshot that. I wonder how Stake.com actually still sponsors this guy. Like, they're not are they not are Stake.com not like upset about brand damage and stuff? I don't know. Okay, hold on. Let's just do this. I think it's very important that we do it right now. We copy that like that. And then we just go to Twitter together. Thanks to whoever did that. And we paste that thumbnail over here. And we write, quit. Quit, boy. Crypto. (laughs) (laughs) All right, now can we carry on with the show? Let's get a little bit more serious. So, the whales... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> uh, you guys better go. You better go and like. You better, you better go. You better go and like that. You better go and like that. Anyway, as I said, the the whales know that this early in the bull market, a, a, a dip is a blessing. It's a gift. We pray for the. In the later on, we want things just to go up because it's too late to buy. But now we just want the buying opportunities. For because you got 500 days. And so you can see that the smart money, the people that have been here for a long time, the people that have been accumulating for a long time, they are accumulating now. They are accumulating now because they don't want to be accumulating very much. They want to accumulate now when the short-term holders are still not here, right? That's the time when we actually want to be accumulating. And we made a plan. This is our plan. I posted it yesterday on the front runners group. What happened to our plan? See, this is a good plan that you can't, No, it's a secret plan, you can't see it. Uh, okay, hopefully it will load up. Um, part of our plan was to buy a whole lot of tokens. You can see I'm still trying to buy Jupiter. I think I'm going to get. I put in orders last night for fifty-one cents. I think I'm actually going to get those orders. Uh, we'll talk about Jupiter in a couple of seconds. We'll talk about Jupiter in a couple of seconds. Um, wow, what's going on with my spreadsheet here? What? what why? Why is the spreadsheet disappeared? Uh, anyway, we'll go back to the buying plan that we had because I want to show you guys the buying plan with prices. I did drop it in the Front Runners Discord group. So here's a situation with the Frontrunners Discord group. That's the internal banter group that's run by my research team with me. It only takes 1,000 people. It's full. But what happened? Why are there only 800 people whose payments have gone through or, or whatever happened? Um, they didn't have okay, so some people didn't have enough money. So could there be more spaces or is there a waiting uh, list? More okay, so go and just apply in the waiting room. If people, We're going to try and get everybody in, but if not, we might have a couple more spaces. Uh, There's a link below. Go and have a look at it. Anyway, so we have now noticed that this, if we might get some consolidation in February, if we do, the doji candle shows us that it could happen. We've had a great run. We can't expect markets to go up forever, not even stock markets, believe it or not. And so now we're we're going to wait for some kind of consolidation. And hopefully it comes and then we get a good rejection of this trend line and we can actually start buying. And then after that, we can move on to the next trade. And the next trade, I can tell you, with conviction is not the bitcoin trade. You can see that all the excitement for the bitcoin trade has dropped like a stone. The CME, look look at the CME volume or the CME open, open uh, positions which is where the institutions are loading up on their on their futures volume. You can see how dead that trade is at the moment. Just look at that trade over there. It's dropped by like 40%. So the the bitcoin trade is finished now. This whole grayscale trade is very much now behind us, so you can see the data. Grayscale, uh, in grayscale outflows are very low. A total amount of of of, of inflows to another two hundred million going into inflows. You can see how the grayscale, the grayscale outflows are starting to to slow down. Uh, BlackRock, very 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 much in the lead, and just generally, it feels like now the momentum is filling up that uh, filling up the the uh, the, the new ETFs. Which is exactly what I said to you. I said as soon as remember that day when we spoke about dealing with with black swan events, and I said the grayscale was a black swan event, it'll have a big impact in the beginning and then it'll come back to normality. And now we're starting to accumulate new ETF, new Bitcoin into the ETFs, or new or Bitcoin into the new ETFs. And that's what's happening now. And I think we'll look at it in three months and go, holy shit, there's ten billion dollars of, of, of Bitcoin actually locked up in ETFs. Let's see, let's see if I'm right. But it's not the Bitcoin trade anymore. It's the altcoin trade. And something happened yesterday, which is, I think, very, very, very good for altcoins, but I'm not sure that the market's seen it yet. You've seen it here first. You've seen it here first. You've seen it here first. So it's got to do with altcoins. Now, altcoins today, not having the best day in the world, um, but maybe this is part of our opportunity. This is maybe part of our opportunity. Um, Here's what I saw that made me think that a lot of money might start actually coming back into altcoins. So you'll remember that... The people that used to put money on Celsius were very degen people. Like the people that put money onto Celsius weren't like your normal, like like moms and pops. These were people who were very, very, very degen. And what did Celsius do? Celsius went into bankruptcy. They got bought out of bankruptcy through a plan. And in that plan, they sold all the altcoins and they bought Bitcoin and ETH. And now what they're starting to do is they're starting to repay all the holders of Celsius. They're starting to repay them in Bitcoin and ETH. The question is, if you're a Celsius holder, you're an altcoin degen, you are getting paid in Bitcoin and ETH. What are you gonna do with those Bitcoin and ETH? Let me give you a couple of options. Number one, you're gonna hold them in Bitcoin and ETH. Nah. Number two, you're gonna withdraw the money out of the crypto ecosystem and put it straight back into your bank account. Nah. Number three, you're going to get the Bitcoin in ETH, cash them out, and go and degen into the favorite altcoins so that you can make all the money back that you've lost because you've been waiting for your payout. Let me know in the comments, which ones are you going to do? Are you going to hold your your, your crypto in Bitcoin in ETH? Are you going to withdraw your money, put it back in the bank account, or give it back to your mom? Or number three, are you going to degen into altcoins? Now, look, it's not all the money. So they started paying out yesterday. Celsius started paying out yesterday three billion dollars worth of crypto and fiat to creditors. Now, I must say, look, it's not only DGENs because some people sold their claims. And so the claims company is going to take over those Bitcoin and, and, and crypto. But a lot of DJ's are going to get a lot of money. Say one third of it. Let's just say one third or, or one half is going to be given to a bunch of DGENs like you guys to get their money back out of Celsius. And th- what they did was they sold your altcoins. They got you Bitcoin and ETH and they're distributing your Bitcoin and ETH. I think I know what you're going to do with it. You're going to go into the stinkiest, most disgusting, filthiest meme coin on the market. No, don't do that. But you know what I'm saying. You're going to, get a, you're going to go try and get your money back. And so what I think can happen is we may get some inflow into Bitcoin and ETH, out of Bitcoin and ETH, and into um, and into uh, altcoins. So they started moving. They moved 1.5 billion yesterday and they started making some distributions. By the way, you can see this all on on the Arkham dashboard. And at this point, I want to eat a little bit of humble pie. Okay, so I want to eat a little bit of humble pie. One thing you'll know about me is if I'm wrong and if I make a mistake, I'll be the first guy to come out and say, I was wrong and I made a mistake. I'll put my pride in my pocket and I'll say, you know what? I thought one thing, but I actually did another thing. Or, or, Or I thought one thing, but now I've changed my mind. When this Arkham story came out, I said, this Arkham story is a bad idea. It's going to start doxing people's wallets irresponsibly. But now it has become one of my favorite tools because it does feel like the community has managed to find all the most amazing wallets. So Arkham, if you guys are watching, uh, you've, got my, you've got my buy-in. You've turned me around. Um, you've, got my, you've got my buy-in here. Um, the, other, the other good news that we got yesterday, if you're an altcoin degen, is that Well, the FTX estate says that they're not going to restart the exchange. I've told you that a million times. And that's why I was short the FTT token. But they do believe that the customers will actually get their money back in full. So, I mean, imagine that. Like, imagine if I said to you a year ago that every single FTX person who lost money on the FTX exchange will actually get their money back in full. It's going to bring a lot of money into the crypto markets. Unfortunately, that's going to be a little bit more delayed. they're They're not paying it out now. I reckon 12 to 24 months, we'll start seeing some distributions from the FTX estate. All right, so that's, that's why I think that we might get some kind of altcoin pumps. That and also like I kept saying that, like the first part of a bull market is always Bitcoin. But then after the first part of the bull market, we always go into ETH and then major altcoins and then you know all the other altcoins that happen. So I'm, I'm really still expecting, um, maybe don't shill honeypot exchanges to US Canadian, not cool. Honeypot exchanges? Don't know what these people are talking about. All right, let's talk about let, let's talk about some more altcoins. Um Saw this yesterday. Ripple. Uh, apparently there were allegations that Ripple got hacked for 100 million Ripple tokens. $100 dollars in Ripple tokens. There was an official statement from Chris Larson. Chris Larson is one of the co-founders of Ripple. I don't think he's very active there anymore, but he is one of the co-founders. He says that the the the, the the attack was actually on his personal XRP accounts, which they were able to catch and notify the exchanges. And it wasn't actually uh, Ripple that was hacked. It was actually his personal wallets that were hacked. So this is the point where I'm going to plug a sponsor because I think it's a very, very, very important sponsor. Chris Lawson is a very, very, very smart guy. He knows crypto extremely, extremely, extremely well. And he was hacked. If he got hacked there's a very, very, very good chance that you're going to get hacked one day. You have to limit your chances of getting hacked. And one of the ways to limit your chances of getting hacked is to get yourself a VPN. I'm going to show you why. When you're browsing the internet, you share your IP address. Your IP address, you pretty much show exactly where you are. You see, I'm not protected. My IP address here is, uh, I'm not going to tell you which country I've put this IP address in. You can go to IP finder and you can see. Uh, but this IP address is actually somewhere very far away from where I actually am. Why am I doing this? Because I don't want anybody to know where I am. I don't want the exchanges to know where I am. I don't want the DeFi protocols to know where I am. I don't want hackers to know where I am. So I'm using a VPN and this VPN right now is telling everybody that I'm in a different country. That way you, A, protect yourself from hacks, but also here you've got like like password managers and whatever else. Guys, this costs you $2.99 a month. Literally $2.99 a month. If he got hacked, you can also get hacked. I've been hacked before. That's why I use this. That's why that's I use these things. It's serious. Don't wait until it's, you've been hacked to then say, why didn't I spend $2.99 a month? All right, let's move on. Let's move on. I do want to carry on with more old coins. Let's talk about our Jupiter trade. So the good and the bad and the ugly of the Jupiter launch. Remember yesterday, we traded this thing like demons. I told you guys when it was opened at $2.00. We sell, 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 sell. I told you guys if we start buying it between 50 and 60 cents. You can see my bids are in. I put my bids in at 51. The reason why I put my bids in at 51, I don't like, I don't like round numbers. If you wait for a round number, there's too many bids around the round, the, the round number. So I always go like one cent higher and one cent lower when I'm trying to exit and not try and sell around the law of round numbers. So the launch was, it was, it was a success, it was an experiment. I think the experiment worked very well. It wasn't without its downtime. You saw yesterday we were trying to claim our tokens, and it was very hard to claim tokens. A lot of the token claiming wasn't very successful, didn't work very well. But that doesn't matter. They did something absolutely, absolutely amazing. So this is the this is the claim portal. You can see that only 63.1% of the airdrop has been claimed, which means that there's another 37% that can be claimed. And that's why. I'm not rushing to buy this because of that 37%, people may actually um, start um, dumping some more tokens, which is why my bids are at around 51 cents. But what we have to celebrate here is a few things. The first thing is that there was no sales of tokens to VCs, which means that actually the airdrop holders and the retail holders actually got an opportunity to invest in a protocol without VC involvement and the fleas that come with some VCs, which get early access and then land up dumping on on retail. The only way to get these tokens was to actually buy them on chain. And what you can see is that $200 million flowed onto the Solana chain. 200 million USD inflowed yesterday onto the Solana chain to buy up these Jupiter tokens, which is absolutely, like that's a a huge number, which is a, a great milestone for Slana and the founder of, of Jupiter says, we could have done a VC raise, but we're not doing a VC raise. We rather wanted to be much more fair and get let retail be able to buy in and sell their stuff to the VCs. I don't know how many of you remember what I said yesterday. When the market realizes that these o, that the VCs can't get in early stage, there's going to be a big market for OTC deals. And then they're going to start going to the pr- protocol that facilitates these OTC transactions. Do you remember I said that to you guys yesterday? Let me know in the comments. I'll remind you because I know that some of you have got amnesia. Like, and I hope I've managed to save you guys a lot of money by not doing it. And I'm saying to you, look, now we're getting into like fair value territory. I still wouldn't be buying this thing because not a, not a lot of people have got their tokens, right? And you can only... Sell something that you have. You can't sell something that you don't have until they're derivatives, right? So let's go. So next one is so this is yeah. So we're looking at that. These are all the tweet. These are all the tokens that I'm actually looking for. Plus uh, I'm also looking for whales. There's a token called whales. What whales is? It's a OTC DEX, and this is where yes, it's this it's this one over here. It's slightly down today. Um, This is one that I'm also looking at. Why am I looking at this? Because this is where the whales are going to start um, buying and selling their OTCs for all these amazing airdrops. Okay, so now look what happened. Obviously, the market realized and liked what I said. That 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 token doubled since yesterday. I did tell you I was looking at it yesterday because of this very reason. The token doubled. Would I buy it now at a fully diluted valuation of $115 million? I think I'd wait a little bit. I think I'd wait a little bit. But just to show you that this was one of the real, real, real... Um, good calls that i had yesterday where i said when when people actually start trading this thing uh they're going to realize that they need an otc market and they're going to end up going to to wales you want more altcoin alpha or should i just leave and go to dubai should i just leave and go to dubai What do you guys say? Should we do do some more altcoins? Let me know in the comments whether I should do some more altcoins or whether I should leave now and go to Dubai. And also, we need to get to at least 1,100 likes if we're going to do it. While we are waiting for the likes, I'm going to remind you that you have... How many more days? You have until the 8th of February to call the Solana price. Go to Banter Bubbles. Go to Banter Bubbles. Look here. Very simple. You go to win big and predict the price of Solana as at the 8th of February. You've got five chances... If you've got any account, any, any crypto banter exchange account link gets you five chances to predict. Bybit, BitGet, Bitflex, Mexi, whatever, any one of our exchange partners. But if you win, you win a $1,000. If you have a Bybit account and you have been trading Solana on your Bybit account, you get 10 times the winning prize. If you don't have a Bybit account, open one here. Just click here. Open an account. You get $30,000 in sign-up bonuses. Um yeah, but go and do it, because after this we're gonna launch a new one. We're gonna do, do this every single week. You're gonna get a chance to win $12,000 every single week on this channel. But only if you are if you have an exchange account. All right, let's carry on. Do you wanna do altcoins or can I go to Dubai? What are they saying? Altcoins, okay, they want altcoins, we do altcoins. All right, I've been looking at altcoins. Remember I told you I had, I noticed Sui very, very, very early in the game. Here is my proof of transaction, because a lot of people say they do things, but they don't actually do it. There's the proof of transaction. We are 668% up, 658% up. I told you I was seeing lots of money flow from Ethereum into Sui. And when money flows, then you know that, that that something's happening. And what you can see is that even today, the biggest inflows in the last seven days out of Ethereum didn't actually go into Solana. They actually went into Sui. And what you can see around Sui is that the total value locked is actually starting to become quite significant. It's like $500 million uh, of total value locked in um, in in here, so what does this mean? It means that we should look for opportunities on the Sui ecosystem, and if we think that we're early enough, and we think that this trend is going to continue, then we should potentially start buying. Um, uh, uh, we should potentially start buying Sui. So, I mean, for those of you who don't know what Sui is, Sui is a layer one blockchain. It's a very 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 fast and very, very, very user-friendly language. The language is called Move. The language is developed by Facebook. Um, Facebook had these huge plans around crypto and and, and stuff like that. And then they pulled the plug on those plans and two teams broke away. One of them was Aptos and one of them was Sui. And they adopted this Move language, which is the language that's used on Sui. And Sui, I know the team, I've spoken to the team, they are extremely, extremely, extremely smart technologists, but they haven 't been very good at building community and We know that crypto is eighty percent about religion and twenty percent about about uh, technology. However, however, remember that when the price starts moving, the people quickly find their religion right so if you are investing in the token, token starts to go up, you start to make money, you quickly very much be- that becomes your token that becomes your religion. Uh, people even get tattoos of like of, of tokens. I've seen people with tattoos of tokens from the 2017 cycle that, are, that no longer exist because the price went up in 2017. We know Mike Novogratz has got the luna tattoo, right? So this is what I'm seeing. I'm seeing a lot of money continuing to move into sui. I'm saying I'm saying I'm also seeing that sui also has a lot of relative strength. When the whole market's gone down, sui's hardly had a dip. And I'm saying, okay, I have got some sui. I don't have enough sui. But if I'm really convinced that this ecosystem continues to grow, what do I do? Well, I start buying the ecosystem. And so what I did today was I actually went and got you guys a little bit of a buy list. It will be on front runners just after the show. If uh, please tell me that this spreadsheet is actually working. Okay, so this spreadsheet is working. And I looked at all the tokens that you should maybe look at on SUI. So here's a little buy list for you guys. There are two DEXs. The main DEX is called, is is it Ketus or Cactus? I always thought it was called Cactus. Is, is, it, is it Cetus? Let's see. I always thought it was called Set Cactus. Cactus. Okay, maybe I'm wrong. It's Cetus. Sorry, I always thought it was called Cactus. Okay, so Cetus is, is the main DEX. Uh, the current fully diluted market cap is eight, is $8 million, not $8 billion, with a fully diluted of $107 million. Now, if you take that and you compare it to like, say, Orca and Solana, which is, you know, I'm just showing you what can happen. You can go up to a billion if you want. Then you've got the second biggest DEX, which is Turbos, Turbos, Turbos. So here's, here's Turbos. You can see it over here. I don't know if I can, I don't know if I'm connected to a wallet, but let's have a look and see if we can have a look at it. Uh, I don't think I've got a wallet connected on this machine. Okay, here it is. So that's that's the one DEX. Uh, the other DEX is this DEX over here, which is, which is Cetus. Let's see if we can connect to their website uh i don't know how to get here on coin market cap okay well, well oh here we go the website there we go so it's right in front of your eyes so these are the two dexes um okay access app let's go to the app Cetus and Turbos, those are the two DEXs. Then you've got the Launchpad, which is SuiPad, Pad, which is the equivalent of Selenium. It's got a market cap of $7 million. The equivalent on Selenium is $215 million. Then you've got the main NFT marketplace, which is like the equivalent of Magic Eden or Tenza. That's got a market cap of $5.8 million with a fully diluted of $20 million. Um, so trading quite cheap. And then the, the meme coin has a market cap of $5.51 million with an FDV of $18 million. Reason why I'm showing you all of this is because I really want to show you how the the how early this ecosystem is. Like these things haven't yet started. So if you wanna, if you believe in the thesis, um, if you believe in the thesis, and you believe that Sui is gonna do well, and you wanna take go a little bit deeper, as we said, DEXs, meme coins, and then if you like NFTs and like launchpads, those are the ones. We will drop this into front runners straight after the show. So the front runners will actually have this this straight after the show. Um, someone says Turbos FTV is only fifteen million. No, I think it's fifteen billion. No, fifteen billion. It, I don't think it's fifteen million. Let's quickly have a look here. T U R B O S. Turbos Finance. Max supply is ten billion, and the price is it's uh, forty W is forty million. Forty WT is forty million. Unless I got it wrong. So I think that that I think it still might be a good trade to be in Sui but probably the better trade now is to move slightly down the risk curve and maybe take a little punt on the narratives here that you like. And if you like these narratives and then then get in early while the prices and the market caps are still low like if the main dex is 100 million dollar fully diluted and the second main dex is 40 million and the launchpad is a 14 million and I think that this might be a nice ecosystem to actually go to before the bees get there. Because I can hear the bees in the background. I know they're going to be at any second now. I can hear them. They're everywhere. Oh, no, wait. That's not bees. That's flies on the scarecrow. Uh, on the scarecrows. <laughs> uh, the the scarecrow don't like that. All right, what else? You want to do some more altcoins or can I go to Dubai? Should I give away an NFT? Okay, who wants uh, an NFT? What, tell me about this NFT. Twilight pass. It's a Twilight Pass NFT for concert. This is the Robbie Williams NFT. NFT. Okay, now if you want the Robbie Williams NFT, which is now worth one Ethereum, you have to have a BuyBit account. And then what I will do, is I I won't won't select it today because we didn't give people enough time. So what we'll do is we'll just select an account here. Um, Here it is, you see? Uh, we'll select an account tomorrow, and we'll give away the one NFT. It's the Robbie Williams concert. You can get into the concerts. There's experiences on it. It's worth one ETH, and it's going to go up in value only. Right? On the, on the it's only available on the sixth of Feb. So you will get yours. So we'll draw this on the sixth of Feb. Remember, buy Bitget, bit Bitflex. Bitflex is only for people. Um, Bitflex is only for people that live in the country of the president who is weekend at Bernie's. I'm not going to mention the country because I'm not allowed to, but if you, because they don't do KYC. So the people that are in that big country, the one where the president is like the walking dead, then that is the, the okay, I mustn't say that about a president. That's, that's not nice. It's not nice to say about the president. Um, all right, let's talk a little bit more about altcoins. So you want more altcoins or can I go to Dubai? Okay. More altcoins. I'm going to give you more, alpha, more altcoins, more altcoin alpha. So remember, CDFI, our sponsor, is launching a game called Animalia Games. It's a public round. It's happening on the 1st and 2nd of February. If you are in CDFI, go and do what you need to do to claim. be participate in the IGO round. Time is running out. It's already the 1st of February. So go and do that today. Also, Bybit, sorry, not Bybit, Binance has launched an inscriptions marketplace. The reason why I'm showing you this is because I think inscriptions are going to be a very, very, very big narrative. And the fact that now Binance, which is the biggest exchange, has launched a mobile inscriptions marketplace where you can trade inscriptions might bring new life into inscriptions. So we need to, you need to start thinking about what's going to happen when there's mass adoptions of inscriptions. So maybe this is the good time to start looking at like Audi, Sats, Mubi, Track, all these, this whole watch list. Which will be posted on the front runners straight after the show. Okay. Then what else? What else? Oh, I read this. I love this. I love this. So this is like just one of those like things that I like. It's one of these like, fuck you to traditional finance moments. And that is that if you look at Tether, Tether made $2.85 billion worth of profits in Q4 2023. Goldman Sachs, which has 45,300 employees, Only made 1.867 billion. Tether has 12 employees, and has 2.85 billion in net profits. Why do I love this story so much? It just shows you that this new banking revolution that we are part of is disrupting the old banks so badly that, in that with 45,000 employees, they can't even make as much money as Tether makes with 12 employees. Goldman Sachs has been around for years and years and years and years and years. Tether's been around for like 10 years. We are, we are making a dent. Every day, a little bit, little bit, little bit. But when you look at the big picture, our bank, our controller of the money, is making more with less than their controller of the money. And it's something that we should all be very, very, very proud of. Until one day the U.S. comes and shuts the whole thing down. But I don't know, that's not going to happen. I'm joking. All right. Um, also, remember, we're still looking for... Crypto researchers, if you believe that you can identify narratives, if you want to go full-time into crypto, if you want to join the banter team, if you want to help us identify narratives, amazing tokens and stuff like that, please go and apply for this position. I need to hire five more researchers, but you've got to have at least two years' exposure in crypto. You've got to be completely obsessed all the time, reading Twitter, completely, 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 completely obsessed. In your application, you must tell me your top 10 tokens and why they are your top 10 tokens. Otherwise, you're not going to be considered. Please, we're getting, we're getting a lot of like bullshit applications. Hi, I want to work for Crypto banter. Please call me back. No, I'm not going to call you back. Tell me why. Also, uh, a fund manager. We're looking for fund managers. So if you guys, if you've got VC experience and you want to manage a hundred million dollar crypto portfolio, you want to talk to all the best projects and all the, the best VCs in, in the world, we need you. We want you. Join our team. Go and there's there's links below. Go and sign up for those vacancies below. All right, listen, guys, if I, I, anything else I need to do today? Okay, listen, my driver's here to fetch me to go to the airport so that I can go to Dubai. Doesn't mean that I won't see you tomorrow because I will see you tomorrow. I will, I'll definitely, someone says we left out SuiSwap, FDV 28 million. Okay, fair enough, fair enough, fair enough. We left out SuiSwap. We can't be here all the time. We can't be everywhere all the time. So listen, I will be here tomorrow, uh, but I'll be bringing you a live broadcast straight from my, get this, get this. I got the fucking royal suite in this hotel. So you, you just wait until you see the, the, the room in this hotel. It's going to blow your As I, I saw it today. I couldn't actually believe it. Tomorrow we broadcast from that room. Uh, we have some fun. No gummies tomorrow because in Dubai, you're not allowed to have gummies. It's a big law there. You know, you can go to jail. If you, just, if you just bring gummies to Dubai, you go straight to jail. You cannot do things like that there. I will see you guys again tomorrow. Until then, trade well, my friends.